If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello. It's uh, Mom's Talking Autism today, much less the other things we were just talking about. Mm. We got a mouthful today, guys. Um, pun intended. So we are going to talk about a very big comorbidity in autism, which is anxiety and mainly uh, separation anxiety. Uh, so stick with us and we're going to dive right into that. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. Okay, so anxiety. So let's just talk about the um, the main uh, pillars of anxiety, the main hallmarks of anxiety, and what that what that how that shows up. The presentations: uh, you have feelings of fear or doom, restlessness, increased heart rate, difficulty concentrating, muscle tension, irritability, changes in appetite, and sleep disturbance. Now that is just you know in general, you know a general like you know, hallmarks of anxiety. Um, but, and, and it's, it's hard since many of these and how it relates to autism, many of these, um, symptoms and presentations overlap with autism. So it can actually be hard to identify anxiety disorders in our kids, um, because it does tend to get grouped under of, well, this is just a trait of autism, or is there also really underlying, you know, anxiety? Is it a separate thing? Um, so, uh, some interesting facts, 40% of children with autism experience some sort of anxiety disorder and 50% of adults with autism experience some sort of anxiety disorder. That sounds interesting because it feels like, did they manifest in having additional anxiety disorders? Um, as an adult, or were there undetected and anxiety disorders um, happening when they were a child? It just does make you think and be very curious about that. Um, and and then and overall, in that general population, about eighteen percent of people suffer with anxiety. Um, so, 
let's see, some prime suspects. So here's some prime suspects to why our kids have anxiety. Um, it's attention to detail, sensory activities, social situations, language, and task frustration. And so mm-hmm. um, before we were talking, you know, Tosh was indicating that, you know, well, she didn't really notice anxiety. And um, Jack, when he was younger, it was, you know, it seemed like he was almost basically indifferent to mm-hmm. being separated. Um, it's more like when they when they start having higher levels of cognition, then that makes sense that there's just, you know, he's more sensitive to his environment. He is more attention to detail. Um, and therefore those situations that become anxiety ridden that may have not been before where sometimes you have the reverse aspect of that. Those children always were anxious. And then over time with certain supports and strategies, they could become less anxious in a certain arena. So it is an interesting ebb and flow kind of thing. I don't think anxiety is not something that, you know, I, I know I suffer with it. You suffer with it too, Shan, right? Yeah. I so do. Yep. It's not something that's constantly, you know, it's not always dialing in at the same frequency, right? Mm-hmm. It's not one of those things. It's definitely has different <laughs> volumes depending on what is going on in, in our lives. And I think that probably is the same for our kids. Um, some other um, possible overlaps include genetic factors, insufficient support, and social pressures. Um, so before we get into more of our personal experiences, I'll also recap maybe some of the strategies here. So that's kind of present in our minds when we're relating back and telling our story. Um, so some of the strategies are reduce or remove environmental factors. So it's like either you're going to remove your child from a certain environment or, you know, reduce stimuli, um, work on building new skills, seeking accommodations, psychological and behavioral therapy interventions, and of course, medication. Um, these were all insights that actually came from um, Amy Kiefer, who's a PhD in ABPP, at uh, Canadian Career Institute um, from her ARU webinar. So I found they were very spot on. And even reading them, reading that again, it made, when I read it, was made it, made what we experience with Roy's anxiety even more concrete. You know, it made, um, and I think even from all of us, our kids, I mean, I think all of our kids struggle with some form of anxiety. And like, again, it's dialed up in certain areas more so than it is Mm -hmm. others. So it doesn't, it is in its own spectrum per se. So how does anxiety um, show up for, for Gracie and y'all? Well, I, I think that like, I've, I've told you guys over and over again, I feel like Gracie goes in like phases. I don't know if it's with the moon. I don't know what it is, (laughs) Um, but she, she has phases and each one is very different. And it's funny because Tosh was saying, you know, when Jack was younger, it bothered him, but um, 
or I'm sorry, now that Jack is older, it bothers him. And by the way, guys, Tosh had Wi-Fi problems. She popped off. She's trying to pop back on. So if we get some kind of weird glitch when she pops on, you guys know why. But um, we're professional. It's fine. Um, So Gracie actually was worse when she was younger. Like she would lose her mind if I left the house. It was not a good situation. And she, once I was gone for a while, she would calm down and she would be fine. So I at least knew, you know, like I feel terrible leaving, but I do know that after a while she's going to be fine. So that made it a little bit easier to leave because I know it's not that way for everyone. Um, But what I've really had to do with Gracie is, um, you know, a lot of people call home when they're out of town or a lot of people FaceTime with their kids while they're out of town. And I have actually found that's worse for me. Um, if I FaceTime while I'm gone, it makes things worse. It it actually goes one of two ways, depending on where she is. It either makes things worse or she literally could not care less and she doesn't want to FaceTime with me. So it just kind of depends where we are. But um, reintroducing myself from afar sometimes can make things worse. Whereas if I just maintain contact with just Jay while I'm gone, things run a little bit more smoothly. It's almost like when I call to talk to Gracie or FaceTime, it just like reminds her that I'm gone again, you know? Um, and it's interesting because those statistics I didn't realize, I mean, I knew that there's a lot of, you know, um, intersections with, other diagnoses, you know, when it comes to autism. But I guess I just didn't realize that the anxiety side of things were that high um, in people with autism. And it does make sense. Um, It just like makes me wonder, it makes me look at things, you know, with Gracie a little bit differently Um, because she is not currently on, you know, any type of medication or anything like that. Um, But right now, we don't really struggle a lot with separation anxiety. I do have to, you know how they say you've got to like rip the Band-Aid? They'll say you got to rip the Band-Aid. That's what we have to do. It's like, mommy is leaving. I'll be back very soon. I love you. Kiss. Goodbye. It cannot be like a long, drawn out thing. If I'm leaving her at school, it has to be like, okay, have a good day. And I have to walk away. It cannot be drawn out. Um, As long as I do that, she's fine. But if I linger too long, it makes it a big deal and it's much worse. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you have to, I, I, I relate to so much of what you were saying because that was, there's a lot of things that actually mirror what our experience has been like, and it's had many peaks and valleys. Um, hello. Tashi's back. She's back. She's back. Sorry, Back sorry, again. sorry. It's okay. We told everybody. We told oh. everyone. So it's fine. Everybody I'm knows. like sweating now. From your armpits? Yes. It's everywhere. From everywhere. I'm just like, you. I know. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, you guys, that was very that's anxiety ridden. <laughs> oh, well, that's well, apropos. That's very apropos, yeah. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> Let's just do one on mom anxiety. Let's just switch. Let's oh, jeez. That's a whole other episode. Um, oh, my goodness. So uh, Shannon actually just recapped a little bit about what Gracie's experience was or what her experience has been with Gracie. As I read over, you know, I kind of gave a little bit of debrief about some some stats and the right. basic hallmarks of anxiety, how it presents itself in autism. and. Um, 
and why that is. And I actually wanted to restate those things again, which it's great for even our listeners to hear that part again. Uh, yeah, perfect. Is, is the, is it shows up um, because it, there's, there's more attention to detail. There's sensory mm-hmm. um, activity, social situations, language, optica be language, obstacles, period, um, and task frustration. And so you could, you could, it can waver either way. Like your kid is, has a higher awareness or they start to gain a higher awareness cognitively and their attention to detail is so much higher. So now they have more anxiety than where yes. they may have been indifferent to certain things environmentally or not as aware and, uh, had, or not have that situational awareness and, you know, they, they, it seemed like they were easygoing and it may have not manifested itself yet. Um, yeah. so it's just interesting. Yeah. And, and the stats too also reveal that like 40% of kids with autism have anxiety disorder of some kind and 50% of adults have an anxiety of disorder this time. So again, it makes you speculate, you know, are there under diagnosed anxiety disorders with, you know, kids with autism and, um, yeah, or is there an uptick trend of, anxiety disorders manifesting into, into adulthood. And it probably can go either way. Both could probably ring true, but I just, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I thought that that would also, you know, make a lot of sense based on what you were explaining about Jack, if you want to kind of tell people. Yeah. About that. So we, you know, I didn't experience any, anxiety with Jack early on. In fact, it was like probably quite the opposite where we were always hyper vigilant with, um, with him being out and about in spaces or going with somebody else, you know, whether it be grandparents or, or a friend or whoever, because Jack didn't have the wherewithal of like, I don't want to say stranger danger, but like Jack just kind of yeah, he didn't have a situation. He, li- he he lived in his own world, you know, in that in that at that point. And and you know, some people would say like, oh, that's just kind of like, you know, a, t- a toddler or a younger child. But but no, because you know, Sloan has she was very anxious and didn't you know wouldn't just like talk to random people or you know whatever. So, um, but as Jack has has you know, gotten a little bit older and, and we are walking more through, um, this journey, it has become much more, um, apparent that Jack has higher anxiety and that goes from anything from, um, you know, like a perfect example now is like school, being late for school, not, you know, having something happen, um, where he's going to be late for school and, or late for anything, you know, rather it's just like, this built up, you know, we got to go, we have to do this right now. Even if it's an hour before a situation is even going to happen, he's anxious about it. Um, and then, and then, you know, like I've even noticed it with, you know, Tyler and I, where he will be, um, not necessarily, I would say like, you know, Gene with you and Rory, you've experienced it a little bit more where he would not want you to leave and go anywhere, but where Jack is concerned that we won't come back you know, he, he is okay with us leaving, but he's worried that we, we won't return home, you know? So I can't mm-hmm. even kid and say like, that's it. Mom's leaving. I'm never coming back, you know, because then he, I mean, I can't even say that kind of thing because he will take that and just spiral out of control with it, you know? Yeah. So like um, you have less anxiety 
now that he has more anxiety. Isn't that a funny dichotomy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then his anxiety gives me more anxiety. <laughs> oh, yeah. That happens About too. his anxiety. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not very helpful when everyone in the house has some form of anxiety, then everybody feeds off of each other's anxiety. Well, really and, awesome. and you know, and that's what they talk about. You know, they talk about whether you have, um, you know, typical or diverse children is is really being aware of your own um, behaviors and what you're putting off because, you know, their children are, are, you know, like animals. They just, they're just, they sense that and they pick up on it and, and our anger or anxiety or whatever the emotion might be, they take, you know, t- will take that on. Um, so I'm really feeling the pressure now to have to um, keep myself in check so that he's not feeding off of that, you know? Right. It's really hard and anxious (laughs) all the time. (laughs) I know. I mean, for real. It is the hard thing. I mean, it's even hard for us to be regulated all the time, especially if we are dealing with certain things that are persisting. Um, you can't be this like perfect picture, you know, harmonious, regulated human. And we don't, I honestly don't expect my kids to be regulated all the time. Just kind of like helping them work through that dysregulation. Um, even with their divergence on whatever level that it is, you know? Um, but it's, so what's funny is it was very strange we could take Rory into public, you know, and he was, he was almost indifferent to his environment when he was in public. Mm -hmm. And he seemed like a very well-behaved kid because he kind of just really didn't, he was just kind of there, you know, like taking it all in. He was like, like, for like, for the first 18 months of his life. And Mm -hmm. um, then it seemed like, you know, toddler really kicked in gear. But prior to that, and was a, it was just then this thing that was persisting. So why like in large environments, it's, he seemed indifferent, but novel, like people close. I think, cause it's in my presentation for the uh, medical program that I do it, his, at his three month mark at a three month mark for a child, it's typical that they start to go through a t- typical development that they have of separation anxiety from their parents. So at that three mm-hmm. month though, they start to gain a, awareness that someone else other than their parent is holding them. Mm-hmm. And usually you can expect, you know, it to work through those behaviors or whatever, that part of development for about a month <laughs> and it'll go away. And, um, it wasn't going away. In fact, it just was like trending upwards. Um, he, even with, having a nanny and having the same person in the house every single day who was my stepmom, he would have a major meltdown separating from us. Mm-hmm. We could That's not, so interesting. we could not leave the house without a huge meltdown. He could not go with like his Nana couldn't have a babysitter. He would have to, he would have a major meltdown and it would last. It could be short or it could last, you know, for an hour. Um, And it just obviously, as he became more aware of his environment and not indifferent to his environment, it seemed Mm -hmm. to strum up even more. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't anything that was getting better. And we didn't know how, we didn't know if it was ever going to get better, to be honest. Um, Mm -hmm. 
so when he finally got diagnosed with um, ADHD at five and we'd started guanfacine, we did see a reduction in some of those anxious behaviors and like transitioning, you know, like those, you know, task frustration and social situations that had had increased. And we saw that start to decrease, but the whole mom leaving, I still could not leave the house. I could get him to separate from me going to school. That happened again, probably more so around five or six. It just was just a struggle. Mm -hmm. Um, he just couldn't separate. And he, mm-hmm. um, you know, when he started going to preschool, even prior to that, it was Brad had to, it was so traumatic for me to drop him off. So Brad had to drop him off and hopefully we would find the teacher who was most novel to him at that time, but he would melt down for a long time. Um, until, and it was every day. It was like repeat. Yeah. It was like groundhog day. And, there was, we didn't know how to make it better. We tried, you tried everything, right? Like mm-hmm. we had, we were doing everything. We had a sensory diet at home. He had, and again, some of those things did help relieve some of it, but it, it never extinct any of it or remedied, remedied any of it in a whole hearted nature. Um, mm-hmm. And it really and, just, and, you know, it's, it's funny because I can, you know, we've never had that, but I can, I, I know what you're talking about because I've seen it happen. You know, I've seen it happen with other children. Um, so I, I know exactly what you're saying, but that has never been, I've never experienced that myself. And I really thought, so then what it started eventually happening, and obviously he's learned has this, you know, very, He's very fond of school, like last school year mm-hmm. and this year, like school is his jam. And that is a, as a huge blessing and relief and a huge reducer in anxiety for mom mm-hmm. <laughs> for that part of my anxiety <laughs> is down, down, down. Cause that's great, great, great. And, uh, but he, why, you know, I got elected as a board member. I could not leave the house. And so, but yes. what it turned into, you would hear him say when he's scripting, I'll come save you, mommy. He was so scared. I wasn't going to come back. Come back. Mm -hmm. So he would go in his garage, get in his little tykes car, pack up his book bag and say that he was going to get me. He Mm -hmm. would elope from the house, you know, and scale the fence. He ran, scaled the fence. This was just last year, scaled the fence and ran all the way to, you know, main traffic road. Brad caught him just in time before he crossed the street. Like, he was quick. He was fast and he was totally distressed. He would stand in the window and totally distressed tears, full meltdown, like Bobby, like he really thought something was going to happen. You to were me. never I, coming. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. and it was also what he, a lot of the movies he liked to watch were all the Disney movies where all the parents mm. died. I literally oh, so think, this- I think that he then just had this, innate fear that I'm going to lose my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and and it wasn't, yes. I mean, can we just kick (laughs) that out of the plots? Like, why is that in all the plots? Really evaluate all of the plots. Usually somebody dies and most of the time it's a parent. Um, There is is like historical. But but I also feel like it's, you know, preparing our children for real life. 
you know, like I know, I know, I bad know. hard things happen. <laughs> I know, but it's you not don't helpful always, for you. Our... Don't always meet your <laughs> Prince Charming, and everything ends up glorious and wonderful. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying well, that. Don't don't end, right no, right. That's the right. end in me. <laughs> right, I know, oh, but for gosh. Rory, he watched those things I know. on repeat, and their repetitive and, and behavior. It's, it's so embedded yes. in him. You know, it's totally, so embedded totally. in him. Um, yeah. But with the help of, with our current ABA team, I will tell you, it has gotten so much better. I can leave the house. I can leave the house. I can say, mom will be back. I can say where Mm -hmm. I'm going. Now, for a while, I kind of had to lie and say everywhere I was going was the ranch because he didn't want to go to the ranch. And he would say, Rory, stay, mommy, go. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So, um, you know, everything happened at the ranch with mom for a while under his belief and yeah, why I felt terrible lying to him. I also needed him to do it for his own peace of heart and mind because he would get so distressed, but now he can handle it. He knows I'm going to come back. I mean, but it's almost taken even, you know, I'm into my second year of being an elector. I, it's almost taken two years for that. Right. It it wasn't, I expected maybe we'd have a couple months of it. No. It was mm-hmm. still forever, you know, and maybe, you know, he does well now. If I can, like my parents are here, he'll stay with my parents. That's never been able to happen. Like right. I could take McKenna to gymnastics both this week, Monday and Wednesday, and he would stay here with my parents and he was fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's all these changes and, and transitions. So I do want to go back and say, there's a small part of me that wonders, um, you know, because Jack was a, uh, NICU baby. Um, and for so long, you know, a month he was living his, the first, you know, and being touched and, and treated and held and, you know, all the things by everybody. And then that, then that continued into, um, going home and just being around, I don't want to say a lot of people because obviously we, we were, um, you know, careful cause he was a preemie and we, and fragile and all that. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, he was used to being held by, you know, Tyler and I both equally, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't strictly breastfeeding him, you know, and, um, my mom was around a lot, my sister, you know, all of these different people. And so that, I, I wonder if something in that plays into to that for Jack, just being used to mm-hmm. um Yeah, I mean being we okay see Rory with that being everywhere. Com- having that comfort of you know, and because and the same thing when Jack started um preschool and when he went the when he went off when he finally got his uh you know diagnosis through the school and 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 he just got on that bus and never looked back. <laughs> never looked back, you know? So it's strange to me that now it's more, you know, a thing, um, the older that he is. And also that, that fear aspect, right? That fear of something happening or fear of somebody getting hurt or, you know, fear of us not coming back is, yeah, is mean, more it, now than it was It then, can you absolutely know. have to do with maturation and just more awareness. They right. Just- Right. Understanding that's more of a reality, which that wasn't present for him as a reality at then, that time. What was right, also crazy, right. you talked about the, you know, having so many people around. We had so many people around, people dying yeah. to hold Rory, and he just wouldn't <laughs> end up letting people hold him. You know, it, 
um, it was, it was really, it's just strange. Strange. Um, Because we were so highly social and like, I, it was, it was not what we expected. I can't, that's all I can say. And we didn't really, and we always, it was one of those things that we always pointed out to the, the, at the time, the uh, pediatrician and she was like, it just wasn't notable enough for her. And it mm-hmm, was pretty mm-hmm. severe, you know, it was severe. I'm like this, he's supposed to have grown out of this. Like, what is this deal? Like, I don't understand. He, he's in, we don't live in isolation. Well, we live in isolation now, but <laughs> we don't live, <laughs> we don't live in isolation. So it's like, why is that happening? And honestly, for the first time ever too, this was the other huge win um, was he, we had uh, meet the teacher night. And he went during the typical time that all the gen pop students were going for meet the teacher. I, and he did mm-hmm. great. And he wasn't, he normally is, he needs to remove himself from large crowds. He can't hand, he would typically never be able to handle it. He handled it and was excited and engaged and enthusiastic. And he yeah. just, he wasn't anxious. It was amazing. Yeah. It was He's amazing. Finding his, his groove and, and school is his, you know, maybe a little bit more of his safety now, right? He enjoys it and he, and he, and he finds comfort in it. Um, yeah. There's a lot. You know, there's so a, it's not, it's not yeah. that. There's a huge you know, culture like, of inclusion inside of that school too. That is a total different right, vibe right. than any other school you we've ever been to like hands right. down. So I yeah. would, I would say there's a hundred percent correlation to that. Because even in this classroom he's in this year is far more inclusive than the classroom he was in last year. And yeah. now he's staying in the classroom longer without needing to ha- or having to take breaks. He likes into in the integrated class or being into the he's, integrated he's uh, third staying, grade class. He's staying in that classroom. Gen ed. Which, yeah. Gen ed for a mo- yeah. majority of the time. They're, everyone is shocked. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. shocked. They're well, shocked. I think just, just, for us a year ago to now the difference we see in with Rory. grace with oh with rory oh, no okay. with rory i mean yeah. like a year ago was a much different situation for you oh gosh i know now. i can like, remember saying the the stride i couldn't oh, yeah i couldn't even yeah. lock the door i couldn't yeah. be behind no, yeah i remember <laughs> yeah. like sorry that's it my kid intense. it's my kid out there mm. screaming yeah. <laughs> yes yeah he really has made a huge yeah. So what, so, um, Shannon, what were you saying about Gracie? Obviously, cause I missed that first part, but, um, she doesn't, she doesn't struggle with separating Not so from much you. anymore. Not she, when okay. She was In younger, a younger mm-hmm, yeah. it was hard When she was her. younger, she did. Leaving was a mess. Um, yeah. but now I was just saying, I, it's like a rip the banding thing. With for Gracie. you and Jay both or just for you? More um, just to you. More just me, but I think that's mm-hmm. just because I'm the one because who's of this home with home her, constantly. with her, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a rip the band aid situation now, where it's like, "Mommy's going to be back. I love you so much. Kiss bye." Like I can't draw it out. It just needs to be <laughs> like done. What? <laughs> that's just Shannon's that's motto. That's what I, motto in life. That's what I used to have to do with Rory. I had to do that because if I had to do the same finesse, and I also could never go to school and attend anything inside of the school because he Mm -hmm. would immediately want to leave with me. 
So there was, oh yeah, yeah, there was yeah. never. You know, I, I feel like I've noticed that. Me. I noticed that with with Gracie more this summer. Her just being that constant needing you, mm-hmm. and maybe because you guys were together so much, you know, that there was a level of, you know, you again became her safe place again her yeah you know yeah like summer well i think summer for gracie was so rough anyway like this seven days yeah, the transition and, and of yeah. a new home and the new house everything and i mean it's it's transferred a little bit into school starting and yeah. drop-offs not always being easy and all of that but um it just goes back to like why their routines are so so important. important. Yeah, yeah, because it it then creates anxiety, right? Like her summer right. was not the same way, and it creates anxiety for the school year. And now, like we're seeing problems with that in the school year until she gets herself acclimated again. Right. You know, right? Tasha's- and how did Rory do? Gene, the first what's today Thursday? How did he do the first two days? He's he's, he's done great. I was like drop, like drop off and all that was great. No big deal. He's like, it's awesome. And like Mm -hmm. he, he, you know, he loves his staff. He loves his teachers. He, he really desperately wants a friend. So he actually had a huge Mm -hmm. meltdown last night about a friend and I wasn't home for it. And my mom was like totally heartbroken over it because she's never heard him because mm, like that talk, before. talk like that or have that yeah. kind of yeah. Um, but I was gonna say one of the things I also think has helped him is again I do think we're finally on the right path with the medication mm-hmm. adjustments we've done, and mm-hmm. you know he's on a non-stimulant. Non-stimulants have. Um, they can tend to help with anxiety. They don't, they're not the Mm -hmm. first line of defense. It's just kind of like a secondary benefit that you can get some benefit from. But then he also, I'm giving him a hydroxyzine in the morning. Um, So, and that's supposed, that helps with anxiety and that, and that non-stimulant he has is, is, uh, is also time release. So I think he's able to better regulate and have, where he would probably be more amped up, he's much less. And so mm-hmm. he can't verbalize that. I'm just giving that from my, you know, observation. Yeah. And so this isn't just, there's a, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of all those strategies involved, you know, that I um, had mentioned. I said some of the strategies were, you know, reducing or removing from environments, um, building new skills. I do think there's been new skills that have been built. I think there's been, new accommodations that have, we've had different behavioral and psychological uh, therapeutic interventions. And he's obviously also had medication. So um, having, we literally have relied on all five of those strategies to help us for sure. Did you get that, Tosh? Did you get that? Dude. Dude. I'm sorry. I suck today, you guys. What is happening, girl? Nobody's- I'm home alone. <laughs> I'm home alone. I don't have a babysitter. <laughs> life. Real life. Uh, hashtag real life, y'all. <laughs> hashtag um, not polished over here. This is the real stuff. We never claim uh, to be professionals. Solo ever, parenting so. and uh, my lovely children. Sloan just, they just came to the door and Sloan, and I was like, you guys, I'm pot, you know, I I just told you I'm podcasting. It was Jack's idea. (laughs) 
Okay. Cool. I almost thought Go you were saying upstairs. I'm going potty. I you weren't finishing <laughs> the other part of that word. And you're like, I'm going pa, pa. And I'm like, if she says I told you I'm going to the potty. <laughs> In the living room. Oh, we are total moms. Anyways, that would we have ever thought so that sorry. was funny? Think about that. Would you have thought that was funny before you had kids that we just laughed at that? Nope. No, I don't no absolutely I not. I would not have. Um, no. Oh, so I was saying, and I wanted to know sorry, too, sorry. you know, Jack is just on stimulants, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was explaining so- like we used basically all five recommended strategies to help Rory with his, his anxiety. And it's been a long game, right? There's, Mm-hmm. We have longitudinal mm-hmm. data on this because it has been an evolution. It's not just a mere, um, mere just behavioral intervention or one isolated strategy. It's been multiple mm-hmm. strategies combined to get us to this place. Right. Right. So, yeah, so- I, you know, I, I, I don't know if there's correlation for Jack. Maybe there is. I, I, I feel like he's kind of always had, um you know, uh, like in these older years, you know, Jack's eight. So I would say, you know, probably six, seven, eight is when I've noticed that um, anxiety more. And, and and again, maybe it's just that, that awareness, you know, of, of life and all of that. But um, maybe there is a, a component to his, you know, to the stimulant that he is on um, where it, calms him in one aspect, right? It, it brings him down and helps him focus, but then maybe it also makes him hyper aware of situational stuff. Right. Know? Cause Again, he's on like, a, he's on long acting, but he's not on, time, but not on time a, release. He, no, nope. He's on uh concerta. So methylphenidate. Um, and it's yes, a long acting and, right. you know, so, so like I said, he's, you know, he, he is ramped up and then it's, then you can tell when the medicine starts kicks to in. Um, and that's kind of when he's a little bit more, I would say, just hyper aware of situations. And, and, you know, like it's mostly during the school year, right? It's, um, I don't recognize it a ton in the summer unless it is, you know, where he's fearful, like Sloan rides, like I said, Sloan rides her bike out into the road and he's, you know, fearful that something's going to happen to her. And so he's, then he's having anxiety and he's wanting me to like stop her from doing it or whatever, or she'll tease him and she'll say, I'm just going to leave. And she'll like, pretend like she's unlocking the front door. She's a sweetheart. You guys, let me tell you. (laughs) She's just sassy. She just knows how to get under his, under his skin, you know? So, um, and then he, and then he has, you know, starts to go into that fearful, mode of something, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever his mind is reeling, whatever he's thinking, but that something potentially is going to happen to her. Um, but you know, when it's, when it's the school year, it's a lot more just about be, like being on time, you know, it's about being, you know, or things happening, you know, in the Does routine. he also have OCD have- diagnose, diagnosis? Oh, oh Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm saying that I'm because I'm like, I'm only like, laughing in recognition. I was like, why are we laughing? Okay. <laughs> Jack is um Jack is everything that his mother is, <laughs> except for I don't have an autism diagnosis. I'm I'm laughing because I'm like 100 percent Jack and I are 
both, I mean, you know, right. his, his OCD uh, diagnosis right. came at, you know, with his, right. the, with the rest of his diagnoses at, right. um, at the <laughs> autism evaluation or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, Jack is... I wouldn't say high, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to give like a low, moderate high, but it definitely can be, um, l- a little bit of, of Huge life dominating, little dominating factor. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and again, I'm laughing because, because I you're laughing at too, yourself, right? Because I'm laughing at myself and I know, you know, like I look at Jack and it's like, oh man, yeah, there it's, it's not debilitating. We don't, we don't have it to a debilitating degree, but we, we do. So Mm -hmm. there is along with the anxiety then comes in the obsessive, you know, right. um, And I think that it almost increases the anxiety. Correct. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. I think it's it's like an automatic recipe. It's like this. Oh, how am I going to parent a child? (laughs) Who told us to be parents? I can't even parent myself. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Who who said that was a good idea? Oh I don't think that gosh. was a I don't know if it was a very good oh idea good idea. So guys don't listen to anything that we say welcome or yeah, to take the, whatever you want. Welcome welcome to the, the moms second guess themselves. The hotness yeah. moms. I'm just I'm just the figuring hotness out moms like the, talk the, autism. <laughs> but it but it is, you know, that does play that does play a huge um a huge part in, you know, ramping the anxiety up even more, you know, um, because, because then the train of, of, you know, that, that reel of, you know, what's going to happen? Is she going to come back? Is it, is this going to happen? You know what I mean? That, that's probably just like going through his mind. And of course, then, then when these things are happening, that's when the scripting really, Mm -hmm. really sets in. I mean, Jack scripts a lot, but like, I I do notice there is a correlation of when he is high in anxiety, he is, mm-hmm. you know, he'll he'll just be sitting in the back of the car or wherever he's at standing at a window and it's just mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just Rory, a, a wheel of script, yeah. scripting. Rory will do that mm-hmm. too and then also just get again, he's just com- the perseveration kicks in yeah. and it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. He he also had that extreme protective component over McKenna. McKenna was a was just innately a social butterfly from the time she was born, literally. She was just such a social child. And when she was like walking around and she loved talking to people and she loved that engagement and that connection and Rory would like run over and be like, no, 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 McKenna. No, no, no. He was so yeah. scared for her all the time. And he used to put like a death grip on her and I'd have to be like, Rory, it's okay. She's safe. She's safe. You know, that, that went on for a long time that we couldn't be anywhere in public um, where he wasn't going to act like that. And, you know, that mm-hmm. was some of the first times where we really had to, you, you have to have confidence age appropriate conversations with McKenna to explain to her why her brother's doing that. Um, yeah. too. So, yeah. I mean, the, it is such a big thing. And I know a lot of our listeners have asked like, again, how is it that we, how did we cope with our child's anxiety? Mm-hmm. And I, I really do mm-hmm. think those five strategies that I mentioned are it like it is a, mm-hmm multifaceted 
collective approach. It's not, you most likely, you're not just going to look at one of those things and say, boom, there's, we're going to find our solution in there. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. not, it's, it's literally looking at the environment, you know, looking how to, to build those new skills, whether you need to uh, seek more accommodations or resources, those, Mm -hmm. you know, psychological and behavioral interventions and, and medication. I can't say there's not one thing on that list that we haven't or aren't doing to mm-hmm. right. different capacities and, and, and levels, different frequencies at each. And they've all been adjusted based on whatever it is that's presenting at the time. Um, yeah. And, and, and I feel like sometimes it's too, too just knowing, you know, going through this, you know, and, and the more years you have under your belt and recognizing, you know, like there are definite things that we have to set Jack up for, you know, where we have to really talk through it a lot beforehand. And then mm-hmm. there's things where we just know, like, it's going to be better for him just to be, I don't want to say sprung on him, but you know, where we don't just, there yeah. isn't all the social stories. There isn't the talking about it before yes. the, you know, week, two weeks, whatever it is beforehand. Yeah. It's just yeah. really knowing you know, it's just, it's, yeah. it's a lot I, of I mental mean, strategy you, for us because you do and, that and, changes. And, and just seeing and, yeah. that, and that, you know, year after year of, of, you know, fails and wins and, and, and learning and better understanding and, um, you know, that, that you have that just that quick, like, okay, this is what's going to be best for him to help with, with those or, you know, with them to help with this, the anxiety that could come along with this situation, you know, whether it be, you know, Gene going on a trip or, um, yeah. And you, you know, do have to push yourself be. to do those things in order to help move the needle. And it may seem like it mm-hmm. gets, it's going to be one of those things where it can get worse before it's going to get better. And you mm-hmm. have to be, you have to commit to a plan. You got to commit to mm-hmm. some kind of strategy because that is very true. You, what you'd also mention again, it is this constant, there's that um, mental fatigue that we have going, okay, well now I can't, it's knowing the right time. It's, 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 it's such a, it's like a ninja, like a stealth project operation. (laughs) Like you have to know exactly what you need to say, what needs to be in place, when to say it at what time, you know, for, to make sure that you have minimized the level of anxiety that your child could or would have um, in those situations also so that you can also help better manage your life. Those are extra layers mm-hmm. for us. And I think that well, as and- a mom, you need to, to think about, you acknowledge yourself for those things because those are additional mm-hmm. things we are shouldering. Yeah. That yeah. I, I mean, we haven't even dipped into the pool of, you know, if there's, you know, two parents in the house and them being vastly different people. And even though we say we're on the same team, but how we, <laughs> do you know, how mm-hmm. each of us, um, not just parents, but like how we see fit for, you know, dealing with those types of situations. Um mm-hmm. Because I would say, though, Tyler and I are mostly always on the same page about everything, we are, we do, you know, disagree with how to handle certain things when it comes to Jack and, and, mm-hmm. and at Sloan too, you know? So, um, there's a whole nother part of the equation <laughs> that you have to consider. 
Yeah. Just, no. Just, just saying. <laughs> no, just you're saying. exactly right. And just honestly, <laughs> my husband's anxiety with things regarding Rory is so much higher. Like in just coping with how to communicate with him at times or mm-hmm. to redirect mm-hmm. him or, you know, just his response time to things is so much higher mm-hmm. than mine. And I'm able to, or I don't really, I don't know if that's actually fair to say. I just, again, think I've managed it better, <laughs> but I, yeah. it's not great. It's not good when you have a bunch of anxious people all together and crap is just hitting the fan. Um, mm-hmm. Well, they feed off of us, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. our kids feed off of us. Mm -hmm. So I I would say that's probably like my biggest thing that I need to work on as, um, you know, a parent to Jack and Sloan, but to Jack, you know, because I am a higher anxiety person and I guess, thank goodness for Tyler and his, (laughs) you know, firefighter mentality that, you know everybody's bleeding out. It'll be fine. We're going to get through this. <laughs> His level <laughs> of chill. His level of chill is just, yeah. 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 So, um, His ability it, to there, go in and neutralize the situation. Right. There's good, there's the good and the bad, you know, but then, then there's the part where it's like, okay, you know, I, I definitely handle this better than you in, in this kind of situation, you know? So yeah. Teamwork, teamwork. Yeah. And if, yeah, but sometimes if there's no one to tag in and like we all just went through a summer yeah. and I think yeah. all of uh, our cuppeth runneth empty and have gaping yeah. holes in them. Mm-hmm. And, so uh, we especially see those of you out there who, you know, who are constant solo parenting because I mean, you are the single parent. That's hard. That is, I can imagine it is really hard. Really hard. Beyond measure. Hard to catch your breath. Yeah. 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 Well, see you. yeah. When there's no recovery time, it's, that's hard. So yeah. uh, it's hard for anybody. Um, so make sure you're taking care of yourself somehow, some way that yeah. you start to carve Take out your those meds. plants. Take your meds, find your meds, get some meds, whatever you need to do. But if you want honesty, to, you know, <laughs> you need to, you need to work out your rescue plan and your endurance plans and you start small and you make them attainable you make them, you know, things that you can do that are affordable and acknowledge, you know, how you, what things you want to do in the future for yourself mm-hmm. and work and move towards those things because it's so, so important. Just again, that really helpful reminder out there. Um, yeah. Anyone got any peaks of the week mm-hmm. that they would like to share? Hmm. Nope. No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> nope. Uh, Daddy took Gracie to school yesterday, and so I got to like oh, work chill out. Mode. Yeah. And I got to like make coffee, and I didn't have to do a forty-five minute like interim school break, and then I got to like do my stuff I needed to do, and that was life changing. Life giving. Yeah. I'm like, how do I work this out daily? Because this was glorious. Yeah. Mm. I'm just sitting over here in envy right now. <laughs> well, it was one time. So don't she's be really, jealous, she's really off, off camera. She's stabbing you. I mean, like, I'm yeah. just really over this. Wow. <laughs> just, 
really Tosh good. still got, for those who don't know, because God knows when we're going to actually release this, Tosh is totally. the only one of us whose kids are not yet back in school. So, And my husband August is teaching we an this. academy where he's gone every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, but you know what? At the it's end fine. of a row. It's fine. I'm barely holding on by a thread. She's just yesterday. Okay. <gasps> but your peak could I know be. What, your, I know what my peak is. You got one? Okay, let's see if we. Well, no, what one. were you going to say? Oh, okay. Are you ready? Don't lie. Yeah. I'm. Okay. Okay. Sloan okay. learned how to ride her bike with no training wheels. That is the cutest video, also, you guys. Yeah. Pretty proud. It's on Tasha's proud. page. She shared it. That's not what I was going to say. Oh, but what, mine, oh what were you going to say? Mine bounces off of that in that okay. you guys had an amazing family evening the other night. We, you impromptu, oh, we did. You went impromptu, bike riding. Yep. You had yep. burgers. And yep. it was such a fun night. Yeah. yeah. The, the only scary part was when Tyler's blood sugar plummeted and he was sweating <laughs> and I was like, oh my. Gosh, we don't have any food. Why don't you have your your? Come on, you 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 got to work this out now. You're diabetic, sweetheart. Where's your emergency skittles, Tyler? Oh, really? Yeah. I thought skittles are canceled. Skittles are canceled. No, 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 Skitt- no. Skittles are no. off the market. Oh my gosh. They oh, are. skittles. Oh, cancer. you can't buy what do you skittles mean? anymore. Huh? I don't know. Something happening? was happening. I'm with so skittles. confused. Something is happening with skittles. Google it's worth skittles. A <laughs> okay, Jean, what's Skittles. your what's your peak? And I'm gonna Google. Skittles. Okay, my peak is that um, again I could I left Rory. So Monday night, no no therapy was in the house, um, and my parents stayed with Rory, mm-hmm. and that was the first time mm-hmm. ever when it was just them um, with him, and he did great, and he so was awesome. He transitioned to bed, and it was we. It was a good night and it was a great, and then it just bled into just a good start to, you know, school started Tuesday mm-hmm. morning and, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, that was, it was really, really nice. It's very nice to really have like full teamwork, engagement, collaboration mm-hmm. to help out and be mm-hmm. responsive to both of the kids. It's, that is life-giving and life-changing. Mm-hmm. 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 Amen. Um. Okay, so news alert, news alert, news and alert. it's going to oh. be two months old by the PSA. time here's this. So, <laughs> uh, a lawsuit claims Skittles are unfit for consumption. Experts weigh in. That's on New York Times if you would like to look. And then also, uh, top class actions. Skittles class action alleges that the product contains titanium dioxide toxin. Oh, Gross. All I can say is I'm still alive and I consumed many a Skittles when I was yes. a kid. So, so I, mean, I feel like everything that we eat is going is to slowly killing us. Kill us even when it's organic because it's, you know, USA. Yeah, or, I was or just organic. putting it out there. <laughs> I just I was really just putting organic. it out there. I mean, if if I want Tyler to bounce back when he's having a diabetic attack, I want him to not I, have You want him to thing. eat some Skittles. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want them to eat Skittles. I want them to find a better option potentially. Oh, <laughs> go with a go with a Snickers because you got the chocolate, but like you mm. also have some and look protein at the nuts. and some yeah, healthy totally, fat. Totally, you got the nuts. yeah, mm. yeah. I'll, I'll make I him keep a Snickers. Snickers. Oh, this is a mouthful. All right, okay, it's guys. always a mouthful. Always. All always. right. 
Well, like, <laughs> follow, subscribe. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what your experiences are with your child's anxiety. Oh also, any tips, you know, maybe if there is a tip that yeah. didn't necessarily fit inside of those for- five strategies. Um, again, those are kind of like broad stroke strategies, uh, not like super concise, but you know, what's um, for any of you out there for sure. Yeah. We want to, we want to hear yeah. that. So thanks for listening and putting up with us today. Uh, oh, this is still fun conversation. How, how, who, mm-hmm. who knew we could make separation, <laughs> separation, anxiety, fun. <laughs> 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 who knew? Who knew? Blah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, love, love you, bye. you. Bye-bye. <laughs>